Welcome into OESA's Automotive Insiders presented by SAP. I'm your host, Jason Stein. Happy to announce that I will be your host today and into 2022. My new partnership with OESA means that we will launch these conversations and continue the talks next year. Some of you may know me from my eight years as publisher of Automotive News. I'm now president of auto consultancy Motor Minds, as well as host of Cars and Culture on Sirius XM Business Channel 132 and all podcast platforms. So stay tuned for more into 2022 and beyond. And we're starting our series of conversations with a number of guests here, taping on location at OESA's Automotive Supplier Conference, titled Beyond Disruption. And our next guest is Monica Jackson. Monica, it is a pleasure to see you. You are the Vice President of Global Inclusion and Diversity at Eaton. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here, and I uh, appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation. And joining us today is Tom Madonna, again, back on set, Industry Executive Advisor for Automotive for SAP. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Jason. Nice to be here. So, Monica, uh, had the chance to see you on stage today delivering your um, uh, remarks. I want to start with a general question of what's your advice for leaders of businesses out there? How to create a roadmap or maybe benchmarking or fulfill a commitment when it comes to D, E, I, and B, as you say? Yes, yes. No, great question and, and one that um, is asked often, Jason, as you mentioned. Look, here. here's my position on... Um, the roadmap for DEIB is, it's no different from any other uh, business imperative, um, business challenge that a leader uh, may have. So focus first. I always say start with, you know, what are we solving for, right? What is, what is the challenge? And then what's our desired end state? And then unlike any other challenge, if you will, identifying and laying out the steps to achieve it. We pivot as needed, right? We, we have a cadence for any other challenge and we approach it, we monitor it, um, and we identify what we need to do differently. So I, it's the same approach to me. It's kind of the, the old adage of, um, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So right, it's so right. Where's the destination and then what's the best path to get there? And if you have bumps and obstacles along the way, right, you, you do what you need to do to swerve around them and, and get back on track. So much conversation around this, Tom. I know you at SAP are also trying to figure out this uh, pathway Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. It's been a, uh, an ongoing uh, study for us, actually, since I've been at SAP for about 18 months, it's been uh, a, a new light in the, both the topic as well as what we've gone after, uh, not only in the HR area, but also in regards to the inclusion. So, so my question is, we, you took the study, you saw the results, they were expected. Yes. What is the next thing you hear from either Eaton or someone else is talking to you about, how do you move from a step two to a step three or a step three to a step four? You, you talked about your three Ps, but what is typically that first step that that step two is going to happen and, and how did Eaton overcome that? Yeah, no, great, great question. And so, you know, step one, which we talked about is, you know, what are you solving for? Okay. And I, again, liken it to other business challenges, like, okay, what is causing it? What's that root cause analysis, right? And identifying that. And once you've identified what the potential causes are, right, then you can propose potential solutions. Again, same problem solving approach as any other business challenge, but let's spend the time up front in problem identification, root cause analysis. Um, some of that may require you to have some conversations, 
because you can't make assumptions, to have some conversations with individuals who may be part of that you know, group that where you identify the problem. And that's okay. And I think that's where we need to spend more time. Let's talking with, you know, as we, we chatted earlier, uh, talking with those maybe who are impacted and looking at other opportunities. This is such a complex, you know, issue, if you will, and it's not just about the human resources, right? It touches everything from our charitable giving. It touches, you know, treasury potentially. It touches, you know, health and wellness. Um, you know, images that we have in our communications as organizations. So the notion of diversity, equity, inclusion shows up in so many places. So there's just a lot to unpack, but just step by step, being patient and just really being clear. Clarity of purpose is key. Okay, thank you. Monica, you've had a varied career. You, um, you've had roles at Procter & Gamble. Uh, you were at um, uh, General Electric Aviation. What have you learned about suppliers, the supply base, the auto industry, and, and, and how far it can possibly go in terms of achieving some of the objectives that you outlined here? Yeah, no, look, when I think about the variety of industries that I've spent my time in, each industry obviously is unique in terms of customers, suppliers, right? we all have them, regardless of industry. And I really think that the, 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 the achievement of this goal is definitely doable. Right? The commitment I see from one industry to, to the next, it's there. Um, I think this industry is so uh, perfectly situated because you understand supply chain, you understand suppliers, you understand manufacturing processes in a way that maybe some industries not so much. And so if we attack it from you know the position and the methodology I mentioned, I think we just have such much opportunity to really make a difference. Is that on? Is that answer? Absolutely, yeah. Tom? So you said you've been with uh, a year and a half. Yes. So you obviously you come in in probably one of the biggest changes of disruption in the business world and manufacturing that there's been at you know, the last century. Um, you're tackling a huge, huge topic remotely. Yes. How has that been impactful for you and what has been the best way for you to get that message out mm -hmm. and help move the needle by being a remote yeah. situation? Oh my gosh. That's a such a great question, and you're absolutely right. I started in the midst of the pandemic, uh, May of 2020. Uh, computer arrives at my home, and this is what I've got, right? It's <laughs> the best thing I've gotten. So just taking advantage. And when I talked earlier about being personal, what, what I meant by that, what I did um, is each senior leader and others who I felt that I needed to make connections with and partner, you know, spending that time one-on-one, -on -one, and honestly, I reach into the organization now and I do the same. Um, to, the, to the point where some people were like, okay, Monica is scheduling time with me. What, what is this about? <laughs> but I believe that you have to, again, have those conversations, make it personal, connect, understand. I can't get out to a manufacturing site or a distribution center right now. So I have to reach in and try to understand, you know, learn the business, understand the culture, because I don't have time. I can't wait a year and a half to do that. So doing um, anything that I can to make it personal, connect, you know, while operating in a remote environment, right? We just had to pivot and do some things differently, and that's what I did. Final thing, Monica, there was a, a poll that you asked the audience uh, about, or to answer, uh, about their level of preparedness. 
and uh, you had a scale of kind of one to four. You know, one we got this figured out, and four we we know we want to change, but we don't know what to change or how to change it. And overwhelmingly, the answers from the crowd were, "I don't know what to do or how to change it." Does that surprise you or not surprise you at this point? Yeah, yeah no. Un un unfortunately, maybe it it didn't surprise me. That's where many organizations are. Um, they're doing things. Um, there's activity, but not the greatest impact, which causes sometimes an amount of frustration or, you know, this feeling of being overwhelmed. So we should just stop because we're not, you know, making progress. So it's not surprising. I just want us to focus our efforts and our work in a different way. So when we talk about disruption, we got to do some things differently, right? We can't keep doing the same thing the same way and think we're going to get some different results. So disrupt the way we approach this. It's a business challenge, um, just like any other challenge. So let's let's apply the same methodology. All right. My final question is really going to center around the different types of workers you have at Eaton. I mean, you've got the white collar executives, you've got middle management, you've got the line workers. All of them represent a different approach to solving this type of problem, uh, from hiring early talent to growing that talent to training to succession planning, how has that added a layer of complexity to some of the programs you're putting in place? Oh, I love this question. It's great because to your point, again, like any other challenge, you have to kind of stratify. You have to, you know, disaggregate. You can't just group all, right? Uh, talent and labor together and so what are those unique challenges for each one so everything from you know we talk about upskilling we talk about you know educational requirements and from an inclusion standpoint do you really need a degree do you have to I mean starting to push and challenge a lot of that and then when you talk about middle management how do we ensure we build their capability so that they can interact and lead right a diverse workforce what do they need in order to do that more inclusively okay now you're talking about senior leaders again you know, how are they inspiring others? How are they setting that expectation that, you know, being an inclusive leader is an expectation in the organization? So each level, like you said, um, has some different requirements and we have to approach it in that manner. Great. Love it. Monica Jackson, Vice President, Global Inclusion and Diversity at Eaton. Thank you for being on the program. Tom Adana, SAP, thank you so much thank for being you. with thank me you. as well. Oh, thank you all for having me. Thanks for being on Automotive Insiders. We'll see you again soon.